But uh, <laughs> it's just like I'm down to earth, you know. But um, comedy, um, comedy can be humbling, though, right? Like, there, I mean, for me, definitely is like. No, you, I blame it on the crowd. If yeah. I ain't funny, I'm like, shit, they was tripping. <laughs> they was tripping. <laughs> <laughs> wrong. What's wrong with y'all? Funny, motherfucker. I just killed the show yesterday. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, but yeah, I blame it on them. But yeah. uh, no, it can it can be humbling. Brunch with my people though. The homie Dyke just cooked up a feast and we bout to eat it, bro. Fucked around and has to miss the lobster with the poutine. Daddy is rolling blue dream. Them boys got down a routine. It's nap town culture. Cooking seven courses. Had to pass the torch and now I'm grabbing second portion. So sit back, relax, grab a drink and a smoke. It's all the brunch on the way and get prepared for the jokes. Whoa. Yeah. Hi, and welcome to the Heart of Brunch podcast. I'm your host, Dyke Michaels. With me, as always, my co-host, Thaddeus J. McKee. Slappy, pappy, went went. <laughs> the ones, the twos, the wheels of steel, the sauce boss of Indianapolis, and the last woke dragon. Give it up for Zach Roan, everybody. Happy, happy new year. Woo! <laughs> 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 he's, he's getting that million dollars. I've never heard anyone do blackface in a voice before. <laughs> You're going to see a lot of things today. <laughs> it's that face. <laughs> and a very special guest with us in studio. Uh, first time on the program, comedian Amber James. Welcome to the show. Hi. Thank you for having me. It's been so fun so far. You're very welcome. Uh, th- both of us have re- wanted, we like, you're one of the names that always gets tossed around. And I'm like... Yeah, I need to reach out to her. We need to get. I felt like it was going to tossed take- around like in a in a. We both agreed. <laughs> like we weren't fighting over. Like don't yeah, have her yeah, over yeah, here. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know about that. No, he didn't want you over here. I, I was it. here. I honestly, it's like I was looking at your social media and I was like. She looks busy. There's a picture of her on a camel. She's on tour. Like she's she's opened up for Phase on Love. Like she may not have time for brunch. Uh, I yeah. always try to make time for everybody. So I think I tried to hit you up one time. Like, oh, I think she's literally in Dubai right now. <laughs> so we can't even try to get her. So yeah, I think the the first so first time I remember uh, seeing you, I was uh, at a. I think it was at a show. It was one of the Laughing Out the Gate shows. And um, I yeah. had gone up. It was like one of my first or second times there. And I remember going up and I remember seeing all these women come in. They were all dressed up. And I was like, oh, I, I got to bring it. You know, like this. <laughs> there's some cute women in here. Like, uh-huh. you got to be funny. And like, I went up and I just bombed. So, oh. Did you bomb, baby? It was like a 15 minute spot, too. It wasn't just a bomb, but it was just like got a couple laughs and then just was like they just weren't into it and i was just I like i remembered you being funny there though and then i realized you got up and i was like oh she's one of the comics and i was like oh she's the headliner <laughs> and then you blew the roof off of the joint <laughs> and i was just like oh the person i was trying to look cool in front of was the headliner <laughs> <laughs> and she just watched me eat a dick on stage <laughs> <laughs> But see, I'm not I'm not the type that's in there. I was probably laughing. I was probably, if nobody laughed, I'm going to laugh because I'm a fan of comedy anyway. So I don't go like with the audience, you know, like one person to set the tone. And so won't nobody laugh. I'll be the only one like, ah! Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because I like comedy. So, yeah. yeah, I was probably laughing at you, Dyke. That I'll, is not me. I will, if it, if it's so bad yeah. and no one's <laughs> laughing, then that's when I start laughing. Because uh, I'm realizing, like, the situation at the moment. It's funny. Yeah. Thad <laughs> won't even laugh. He'll just he'll just make a face and look at me like, <laughs> you know what you're doing right now. You know what's happening. I mean, I, I watched you at Upstairs Helium, and you said this one, this joke that you usually don't do, and no one, it was silent. It was like everybody was like like doing a remembrance like for like nine eleven or something like that. Like they're like we don't talk right now. I just start busting up laughing. I like this is so awkward. Yes, I've seen that too. I've I've done that actually to where, yeah, I know exactly what you mean. It's like super funny to me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Have you we we went to uh, Memphis last year. We've never been, and we were trying to like kind of double dip. Like we we were, we got on some bar show 
and then there was like a mic afterwards and they let us go early so we could hit this mic up oh. and we go in and it's uh the mic is in this pizzeria it's a it's a it's a black owned pizzeria we go in and we're like okay and we just came from a very white show right mm-hmm. and then so we go go to this pizzeria and we're like okay this is a different vibe and i like come in and everyone's kind of hanging out in this front room party and i was like okay this looks cool and then i look in the comedy room and it's this giant room they got a dj they got somebody up on stage two other people in this giant room nobody's watching the comedy oh and i'm just yeah. like so we just yeah. kind of come in and dap everyone up and they're like Oh, we'll get you guys on next week. No, cool. We don't have you to go up there. We don't need to get somebody else to do it. Yeah, like, we, we're gonna do this to hang out. And they're like, no, no, you guys came all the way from Indiana. We'll get you on. And like, and they call me right at the stage, just terrified to say my name. He's like, next comic. Uh, he's a dyke. All right. <laughs> he said, "Give it up for this dyke." Oh yeah, that's what he said. Give it up for this dyke. There was two black women in the audience. They looked at me like, "Excuse me." <laughs> And I, I I just bombed the whole time. There's a part where I do an act out of and it's it's stupid, but like you know, like when you're trying to commit to something stupid and nobody's on board with it, he's you know? pantomiming a sex act <laughs> when no one's been on board the whole time. He, he looks over at me he's like, "Well, it looks like this part of the bit's gonna come up." I was like, kind of like, uh, is he gonna do it? Is that your one? Because if you are, if you bombing, you have to go to that one joke that you know kills. Mm. Well, yeah. it, it, it killed something. <laughs> we Ouch. we had a whole conversation with our eyes. I was like, "Should I do this?" And then he was like, "Are you going to?" <laughs> it's now or never, yeah. baby. No, but it was great. Then afterwards, you know, I, it was the only time they paid us. They paid okay. us for the yeah, and I was, and then yeah, like, paid pretty good for like how many people were in there. Yeah, and I think we got they yeah we got some drinks and everything. And there was like a lot of hospitality, and it was just like this is the best. You know, it's a good black open mic room when they were offering weed jump juice from the jump like yeah. you know what I'm saying like where everybody's like did you try that weed juice like no I didn't get it like oh you should try it and everybody's like get that weed juice now yeah <laughs> hand me that on the rocks we about out you sure you don't want something like, how has your experience been because I, I like I started off doing these kind of like all hipster rooms downtown and then I was doing that for like half a year and then I was like man I want to do something different I was like I want to see different faces like i like i'm seeing the same you know highly educated predominantly white you know 25 year old crowd mm-hmm. i was like that's not me at all you know mm-hmm. <laughs> so like, i'm mm-hmm. not educated no <laughs> but like uh i was like and i asked nate robinson i was like where's the black rooms at and mm-hmm. and he sent me up to 38th street and like so that yeah, was like street that's definitely where the black rooms are at <laughs> and, uh, yeah i went out to like that like i walked into one of the laughing out the gate and i remember the first time i walked in i got patted down i was like all right this is different than what you said like, <laughs> all right that's funny but then when i as soon as i walked in there it was like I was like at a family reunion of like, you know, like some distant cousins I hadn't seen in a while. And they were just like, oh, come on in here. Are oh, you one of the comedians? And yeah. so much more welcoming. Every time I've gone into any black room, whether it be in this city or in Memphis or anywhere, it's always more welcoming, like for comedy. I don't know. That's been my experience anyway. Well, my experience with a different rooms, I look safe and I look inviting, you know, like my name is safe, Amber. Yeah. So I'm welcome anywhere. Yeah. You know, they like, come on, you know. So um, my experience really don't change. Uh, I'm real conscious if I'm doing white rooms. That's the only thing that changes. Not the atmosphere, but I do. I change with the rooms that I go in. Um, I'm, I don't want to say uh, the N-word in front of a white crowd. I don't want to... I'm not about to tell no chicken and watermelon jokes. I'm just not about to <laughs> yeah, <laughs> shuck yeah. and jive yeah. at the white room. So um, I could say I change and I don't like who I am there because mm. I'm more um, conscious, you know, mm. than just natural. You know, in the black rooms, I'm like, hey, you yeah. know, but there I just want to make sure that I'm not uh, selling out and shucking and jiving like I've seen comedians do, you yeah. know, and it's always cringy mm. to me yeah, yeah that's yeah. just not my style um and and they wouldn't know the difference uh you know they probably would be entertained either way yeah it's just me sure and so there's um, that little thing inside you that i mean i have jokes that have hit in a certain way in a certain room and i'm like well i don't like they laughed yeah. but i don't know if i like the laughter you laughing a little too hard yeah, motherfuckers. yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Mm-hmm. So, uh, so yeah, it's just it's just me in the different rooms. I did uh, I did show in Arizona last year. That was I, I've been to Arizona a, a few times doing doing rooms, but this one was particularly a lot of uh, Hispanics. Mm. And I liked it. You know, I was it wasn't too much different um from what doing a black room. It was slightly different, but mm-hmm. the vibe was there, you know, yeah. to where I was a, I wasn't I was a little nervous at first cuz I'm like, you know, are they going to be able to relate to what I'm talking about? But it makes you more conscious uh of the jokes you tell and uh, you got to kind of read the room, you know, yeah. like I can't tell jokes. I, I was at the jazz kitchen last week. Uh, two shows. One of the shows had a lot of white people there, and then the second show had a lot of black people there. But the uh, it, a lady came up to me and she was like, "You were so funny. I just didn't get all the jokes." What? <laughs> yeah. What I was like, was Which that? one? Which one didn't you get, girl? <laughs> She's like, I just don't but, get black people. Yeah. So I'm like, you know, so but that did did make me conscious. I'm like, okay, mental note of that because yeah. I don't want to tell jokes that go over people's head. You know mm. what I mean? It's not that. I'm not that deep. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. It's just like reading the room. Mm-hmm. That's all. Yeah. So you said you started comedy 2010. Is this correct? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And before comedy, what were you doing? Uh, I've been doing hair uh, all my life, really. All my life. So, yeah, I'm a cosmetologist uh, for over 30 years. Can you kind of walk us through, like, that first time you performed and the, the dream that you talked about upstairs? Yeah, so my aunt, she asked me to do um, a set at her, uh, I don't know if it was a fundraiser or if it was a showcase, but um, to the point where I've always been humorous, so everybody would always say, you know, you missed your calling. Like, literally my clients, we would have a good time. I wanted to charge them admission because we have a good time, you know, when I'm doing their hair. And they would always say, girl, you know, you're so funny, you missed your calling. And my aunt... Uh, was one of the ones who was like come and do the showcase for her and um, I was like I'm not a comedian though like what do I say what do I do mm-hmm. or whatever and I was thinking about it too much but I end up having a dream about me being on stage uh, jokes that I told and it was so vivid I could hear the crowd I could hear the laughter and everything and I woke up and I remembered the jokes and so when I did the showcase, these were the jokes I told. And it was just like maybe five five to seven minutes. Mm. And I remember like zoning out, like it, like the dream had came to life. So I was zoning out telling the jokes. I wasn't mm. really in the moment or there. But when I got done and wrapped it up, that's my time sort of thing. People was cracking up. And I was just looking around like, are y'all laughing at me? Are y'all laughing? You know, and they was like, "You was funny. Yeah. You was so funny." I was yeah. like, "Okay, cool. It went well." And um, somebody in the audience at that room was like, uh, "Can you come and do, you know, my thing?" And I was like, "Yeah, you know, because once you pop your cherry, yeah, you know, then it's it's the thing now. Once you get over that first uh, stage fright, mm-hmm. it's a wrap after that." So. Is that what they call it in comedy? Popping your cherry? Yeah. That's what I call it. I never heard of Y'all that. Y'all can have that. <laughs> we can have that. <laughs> yeah. But um, let's do it. <laughs> let's pop our cherries. Yeah. <laughs> let's do it. I don't know what it means. It just mm. me- okay. I like the ring of it though. Oh, so you know when you're a female, and you're- I do. I was, oh, okay. I was <laughs> trying to play ignorant. Because I was gonna, I was definitely gonna scream, baby. <laughs> but um, you look concerned. He's like, oh, let me put you something. That never yeah. took sex. <laughs> That's a clinical term, popping a chair if you go to the gynecologist. Oh, is it? I'm kidding. (laughs) I I thought it was. We uh, don't let them watch rated our movies. (laughs) Nothing. Oh, shoot. But um, yeah, so once I got over that initial thing, it was it was just like I was on stages like from Mm -hmm. every every time I got on the stage, it was another opportunity to get on another one. So now, did you mic a lot or did you just start going to shows directly and just, uh, so it was hosting is how mm. I ended up, um, getting, uh, to a point, to uh, where I started getting gigs. You, I mean, you know, getting on shows or whatever. Yeah. Hosting. Mm. Uh, I still, to this day, I do a lot of hosting, That's great. Um, but I love hosting the best cause it's not you got a lot of good host energy. 
Thank you. Yeah, you bring, uh, bring the room up. Yeah, yeah, you know. Uh, I bring the room down. I go the other no. way. <laughs> well, you, you, shouldn't have, have. You, you shouldn't be brandishing a gun. <laughs> <laughs> I told you that doesn't work. Listen yeah. up, motherfucker. <laughs> I thought it was New Year's. <laughs> 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 Y'all gonna laugh or not? Yeah, no. I'm from the West Side. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, yeah, you gotta have energy. Um, And I always had a, like an infectious energy. You come around me, you know it's going to be a good time. So mm. that's the energy I bring to the stage when I'm hosting. You know, mm-hmm. like, are y'all here to laugh? Or yeah. what y'all come to do? So mm-hmm. uh, just hosting a lot of stuff. I hosted an open mic for like three years. And it was very intimate. I don't know about y'all, but uh, I'm more comfortable. Like, I can do a stadium mm. before uh, it's easier to me than an intimate setting. Because you can look at the people and oh, actually yeah. see their faces and yeah. see their expression. Six people yeah, looking at you, you like, like <laughs> say something funny. <laughs> you like, yeah. But uh, so that really put my boots on uh, hosting an open mic for those times. And then it helped me hone my material. Uh, mm-hmm. After that, I hosted Straight Up Stupid, uh, which is an event here, a monthly comedy show here. I hosted that for a couple of years. Material came from, materialized from that. You know what I'm saying? Just talking shit and freestyling, you know, mm-hmm. uh, feeding off energy. And Ike, um, you know, he's he's one of my biggest supporters and whatever. He was like, what you said up there, keep that. I'm just talking, you know, and mm. I will forget what I say. You said something about the baby mama and the, yeah, keep that. <laughs> so a lot of my material to this day came from me just hosting. Yeah, that's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, but And that's a great way to, like, practice the craft and, you yes. know, sharp, sharpen those things up. It is. Uh, man, what about, you were talking about, like, the small, intimate crowds. One of my things, that would, like, I always feel like black women uh, like this is my barometer like they're the toughest nut to crack for me because black women always look at me like they know every bad thing i've ever done you know like a black woman looks straight through your soul like Facts. you were nasty in third grade we know what you <laughs> did check him out check his my uh his my uh what is in my case <laughs> you know, like I, you, I always exist somewhere where it's like the worst that the worst thing you could be in a black room is corny and, yes. the, and the best thing you can be is stupid. If a black person calls you stupid, you know, that yeah. is the highest compliment you that can possibly is. get. He's stupid. So, yeah. like, <laughs> anytime there's a room and there's, like, one black woman, then I just end up fixating on her until she laughs. Yeah. And then I can have a good time. Like, yeah. once I got her on board, I'm like, okay, we're good. You know what? That is so interesting that you said that because that was my arch nemesis when I first started was women mm. i got men in the bag yeah. you know but uh, y'all go up there with that glitter on and that lipstick and you know dolled up and they like what you about to sing <laughs> sing something like they don't know what i'm about to do comedy or what you got to say you know yeah. so um i've been fortunate enough over the years to appeal to men and women now i know how to yeah. get their ass but they definitely was one of the ones that that are the toughest y'all hear that ladies <laughs> Well, I feel serious. like I feel like now at this point you're already you're an icon in the Circle C- City. Okay, yeah, I'll people, take icon. yeah, people, they they know they know who you are. <laughs> the streets know who Thanks. you are. <laughs> Thank you. People be uh, speaking about Amber all the time. Um, we did we did have a brunch today. Uh, we like to talk about the brunch just a little bit. Um, it was uh, New Year's food was the theme, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, good luck foods good, good good luck good good luck in the 2023 uh so we started off with grapes which were it's a spanish tradition eat 12 grapes um as quickly as possible at the stroke of midnight uh which just to me always sounds like a real choking hazard so <laughs> i was like you can have 12 grapes but and when you ate the 12 grapes did like i mean that's like a it's a pretty healthy snack i mean it is 12 I'm grapes back to back refreshing and yeah. i like grapes uh, i feel like i have a little bit more luck after digesting these too like after yeah. you only ate seven I got of a, them I got an extra, you extra ate seven. mario man I, I i took five after <laughs> when you were not looking you can't do them separately i that's almost bad luck I, I almost wanted to be like, there's nothing else. Like that was the price. Yeah, Usaw Usa fruit. Yeah. Oh, did you did you smash all twelve already? That's, nothing else is coming out. Uh, and then um, Zach, you 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 did a very interesting dish. So I looked up this thing. It was uh, uh, basically they're glazed uh, pretzels. So it's like a German thing. They would have like a sweet dough pretzel, and mm-hmm. then when the German immigrants came to America. 
they covered it with powdered sugar and icing and Americanized sprinkles. it. Yeah. 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 Those were very good. Yeah. I like those. I, I enjoyed them more than I thought I would. I, I had to put it down because I could just hear myself getting fatter. When I was like, no. Yeah. Donut pretzel is not something <laughs> yeah. I need to introduce into my lexicon. Right? Yeah, I'm like, uh, put uh, put a burger dang. in there. Yeah. <laughs> this yeah. is a slippery slope right here. Let me just pinch would, off of it. <laughs> I'd say it almost overshadowed, uh, Dyke's grapes. That's what I try to do. <laughs> I don't try to make it good. I just want to shit on what Dyke makes. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, if I can, you know. What did you do to prepare those shadow. grapes? I washed them real good. They didn't look washed. I put them on a chilled plate. You didn't wash those grapes at all, did you? <laughs> did you notice that plate was cold? It was oh, cold. It was I cold. Did. It was a chilled did. plate. You did extra yeah. with that. They felt flown in. That's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> grapes were delicious. These aren't just any grapes. Uh, yeah. 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 They came straight from Spain overnight. Uh, and then we had the uh, the soup, which was the uh, Venezuelan, um, and I'm blanking on the name. Uh, I'll, I'll have to look it up on the break. Um, you didn't decide to go with uh, soup jumu, the Haitian soup? Sanchocho? What is it? Read it. Oh, read it. Uh, this soup is called... The short rib. The short rib. Yeah, Sancocho. Sorry. Short rib Sancocho, which normally it's like an oxtail. Uh, I didn't find any oxtail, so I used short rib. Slow cooked it overnight. And, uh, man, there's... I love braising meat overnight in the crock pot because I, I could just set it up, as, you know, and then forget yeah. it. And it's, like, perfect the yeah. next morning. Um. Yeah, it had all kinds of vegetables. You put yuca, it's thickened with yuca. So you put all this yuca in it, like, last night, and then it's just gone in the morning. It just dissolves into the soup. Mm. Um, Pretty tasty. Uh, jerk chicken. Well, here, you can keep this as a souvenir oh, of your time there. We meant to put those on the table. But <laughs> yeah, I forgot to give them I out. never got there. Like and then the, the foods from the south uh, that are uh, always kind of associated with good luck are black-eyed peas, greens, cornbread. Uh, and then I was like, well, that's that's a meal right there. So just threw a protein on it and did a little jerk chicken. Yeah, that, Spicy. Cornbread, that cornbread tastes like yellow cake. I will say <laughs> that. It was <laughs> very good. Uh, thank you. And then um, <laughs> crepes a la dyke. And translated uh, that, crepes a la dyke in French is crepes and the dyke. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for the translation. I think the French uh, word is bulldagger. <laughs> oh. oh, thank you. Uh, my grandma uh, was a French immigrant, and growing up on New Year's Day, she would always make crepe Suzette, which is like an orange sauce, orange and butter uh, sauce. It was so delicious. I thought everyone ate that on New Year's Day my whole life. What? And the, yeah, I was just like, yeah, you guys eat the orange <laughs> pancakes on New Year's Day. But <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah. And they're like, oh, that was just my grandma that made those. And then I also realized she made them a different because usually they, they're made with like uh, Grand Marnier is like orange liqueurs. Mm -hmm. they're, they're like cooked off. But my grandma never had booze in the house. She would just use frozen orange juice concentrate because it was syrupy in such a way it was kind of mimicked the liqueur stuff. And it mm. was like a, a weird hack that like, hmm. even though she was from France, she didn't cook it necessarily in like the traditional French way or whatever. So. As a tribute to her, I make that once a year for my, uh, for my grandma. And, uh, yeah, that was uh, the New Year Who Dis menu. New Year Who Dis. Uh, man, you were, we were talking about you uh, travel a lot, and you were talking about, I think Thad brought it up earlier, about being in Dubai. Yeah. Um, and you were, you were talking, I heard it a little bit of the conversation, <laughs> but it sounded wild. Like, it it's was, like, it's it a, was a man completely man-made city you were saying yes yeah, so it's a uh, man-made country is it uae yeah it's a country like i don't even know where i was at yeah what but made you decide to go there uh popular destinations you know i hate so i hate being hearing about stuff like you ever watch a movie and I mean, well, everybody's watched the movie and you haven't and they start mm -hmm. talking about it and you're like, well, let me go see because I don't want to be a part of the conversation. Yeah. So it was more or less that um, wasn't really a desire to go. Just let me I want to be able to relate and join some conversations. But, um, yeah, so I went. Is there a lot of affordable things in Dubai? Because I feel like it's all over 
$5,000. Well, so, <laughs> so our money is uh, more than theirs. Mm. I think it's like a quarter. Uh, our dollar is their quarter or something. So it's really not expensive like that. You know what I mean? Like, um, you mean our quarter is their dollar? Yes. No. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So it's I, I don't know how it goes. Yeah. But um, our money's worth more than their money. So uh, hmm. it would seem expensive. Take that, Dubai. <laughs> All right. Sorry. So so yeah. So a dollar goes a long way in Dubai. For did you us. perform or watch any comedy when you were over there? Nah, that was the last thing on my mind. Mm. I just was trying to go on vacation. Yeah. yeah. I always I always wonder what comedy's like in other countries. I know, right? Yeah, but you know, everybody has the same experiences. Uh, that's what I feel like. Everybody grow up in the same household. Traditions change, but for the most part, dating, sex, men, women, everything's the same. So mm-hmm. when you talk about experiences and and um, is most stuff is universal. I feel like. So when you travel, is comedy like not a big like? You're like I'm just on vacation. I'm not trying to because like when I travel, I always try to find a stage somewhere and get up. Yeah, like if the opportunity presents itself, show sure enough. I'm mm. a, I'm gonna get on stage. But um, uh, if I know somebody there, and I know yeah, so mm-hmm. I'll do that if I know somebody there. Am I searching out those uh, in the states? Maybe not yeah. so much out of the country. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I I would be scared because I mean some countries you're you know. It could be illegal to do certain jokes or something like that. Like they're like I've talked, listen to people being like in China or something. Like mm-hmm. you, you can't say anything like against the government. Oh, mm-hmm. like just stuff you wouldn't even think of mm-hmm. here. You know, like yeah, eh, president sucks. They're like, well, <laughs> you're going to a gulag now. But you know what? In some countries, like uh, continents, even because I've been over to Europe a few times and. Anything goes. Mm. They have. I saw an ad. Where's a butt naked lady on the side of the bus? Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like sex and all this. Like they're much more. Uh, they're less taboo than we are as far as stuff like that. So anything goes mm. in Europe. Mm. But you're right. Other countries like China, probably even Dubai. Yeah. I doubt if you can cuss. You know. Did you have to have like your like head covered and stuff like that when you're over there? Or? No. Like I said, it's a melting pot over there. Mm. So. Uh, it's no religion. It's no belief system because you have so many different people there, and it's new. So everybody's an immigrant. You cannot, you can't force like the country's religion or practices, but mm. they make it available to you if the, if you choose to. Mm. Now um, there is another one uh, that's neighboring that you can go over to. It's called the Holy Land. We didn't get to make it there. It's okay. called. Um, is it Al Qaeda? Maybe. <laughs> I don't know, but it's. I wouldn't go there. <laughs> but it's. A, what was it? It's Dubai. Is it Qatar? Huh? No, it's not Qatar. Uh, Abu Dhabi. That's what mm. it is. So Abu Dhabi is the neighboring. So it is. They call it the Holy Land. So it's definitely all Muslim. So you do have to wear mm. the garb there. Yeah. But mm. we didn't make it to that. Yeah. Interesting. All right. Well, hey, we're going to take a quick uh, commercial break and we'll be right back with more Amber James. Gen Z can't stop raving about the Harder Brunch Patreon. Patreon.com backslash Harder Brunch slaps. No cap. The Harder Brunch podcast is busting on God. Move over, Boomer. Gen Z is here to talk to you about the Harder Brunch Patreon. Harder Brunch podcast on Patreon. $3 a month. Low key a steal. The Harder Brunch Podcast dead ass has me bricked up every day. <laughs> Listen to these all totally real testimonials. No, like I'm getting paid to do this. Don't worry. Yeah. No. You think I do this for free? No. The Harder Brunch Podcast dead ass slaps. younger. The Harder Brunch Podcast dead ass slaps. Just go to patreon.com backslash harder brunch. The Patreon after brunch podcast hits different. That shit makes you feel shit. The Harder Brunch Podcast fucks. Hi, welcome back to the program. We're talking uh, with comedian Amber James. And uh, one of the things I wanted to ask you about was you just went on tour with Faison Love. Mm-hmm. 
what led up to that? What 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 got that going? How was that experience? Uh, so it's funny that you said that because I just got through ranting about how people think shit is oh. easy, but it really was. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> everyone thinks stuff just comes to me. So yeah. anyway, this thing just came to me. But it ca- that did though. But I do a lot of manifestation too. So mm-hmm. um, and um, so uh, he had a show here. Uh, Ike is always calling me to pull up, pull up, pull up. And me and Ike, uh, we got a relationship to where if he asks me to do something, I just do it. You know, because mm-hmm. he, he's one of the people that really believe in me. You know, so yeah. it's like some people who I know that push me and believe in me, I never want to let them down. So mm-hmm. whenever they ask me to do something, you know, I'm pulling up. So yeah. I pulled up. Ike introduced us. I'm sure he probably thought I was cute. So, uh, but ended up, um, I was managed by this guy named Eric Young at the time. Mm-hmm. And Eric had called me and was like, oh, is that face on? Tell him you want of mine. So um, I said, you know, you know, Eric Young or whatever. He was like, oh, yeah, that's my little brother. He was like, tell him I'm going to take you out. On the road. So it was just a matter of knowing somebody connections. Yeah. And, you know, Ike put me in a position to be able to talk to him. He knew my manager at the time, and it just connected from there. And let, let's not undersell the fact that you're very funny. So, like, I mean, none of this is not done without you being a tremendous comic. Thank you. But, yeah, um, yeah he hadn't even heard my set. So, yeah. But, he, That's you know, he probably. <laughs> well, I'm he, glad <laughs> But no, he probably Which none, none of this matters <laughs> because <laughs> <laughs> set up. No, I, I'm sure he felt like if I was managed, if I had a manager, yeah. that I was probably talented. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> uh, what was the experience like of actually doing it? Um, it was super dope. Um, I'm so glad. Are these big rooms, small rooms? They're what, what they're it? clubs. Okay. So you know, and we do weekends, so mm. it's like five or six shows a weekend. Yeah. So I was. I'm very grateful and blessed to be able to this be my first on the road well it wasn't my first on the road experience because i went out on a few dates with Kerwin claiborne but it wasn't a continuous you know so Mm. i'm blessed that this is the um uh person that i got linked with because uh Faison is very very good to his People that come on the road with him, we get paid good. He let us sell products, you know. Oh, that's what's up. And he's a very generous uh, person. So um, it, it's dope. And he knows everybody. So you'd be remiss not to take his connections and cultivate relationships with the people he introduced you to. I've met some very interesting people who I'm still cool with to this day, you know, uh, mm. formed close bonds with. Yeah. And so just by being on the road and meeting these people and going to cities and getting exposed to uh, um, fans, I hate to say fans, but um, fans that didn't know who I was. And now, you know, they follow me, yeah. um, you know, through social media and whatnot. So. What all What all cities did you go to? Uh, we went to Dallas. Houston, Oakland, uh, Rochester, New York, wow. Jackson, Mississippi, Atlanta. Yeah, yeah a lot of places. Big slice so. of it. I love yeah. Atlanta. Atlanta. I, shout you, out. Let me not say that on the podcast. <laughs> uh oh. Uh oh. I'm just not a fan. I, I will say this: we did not. Can you cut that out? We did. <laughs> yeah. We didn't. We didn't do. Well, I no, we did do. We did the Black Festival when we were there. Yes. Like, but we kind of got added at the last minute. Oh, I will say I'm not a fan of Atlanta. Before mm. this, I just don't care for it. Okay. Yeah. I, I I only knew about what I saw on TV, so I thought it was all like the hood, and I thought it was all like the hood and the Walking Dead. And so what, what, I, what no. I would do, <laughs> no. the parts we hung out at at least were, were okay. Yeah, and we we popped in the Laughing Skull. That was one of my favorite things because like I'm a I'm an introvert. If I don't have like I kind of do the things I'm supposed to be doing. People are like, how can you do comedy if you're if you're shy? And I'm like, well, because oh. I I'm doing so, I'm like I'm talking. Everyone else is quiet. Mm. Yeah, I'm doing a presentation. Not quiet. <laughs> <laughs> They're not supposed to be quiet. But, you know, they're, they're supposed to be paying attention yeah, to you, yeah. you know. 
But like, if I go into a room full of like eight people I don't know, I'm like, I don't know what to say. Uh-huh. You know, like, but like, Thad's the one that like he's the opposite. Like, he can go in and just start talking to people. Yeah. So, so we go to the Laughing Skull, and he's like, let's let's try to get back. We're not on the show. No, he's like, let's try to get back back into the green room. And I was like, look, I'll be honest with you, I don't have the balls to just walk back there. But if you walk back there, I will follow you. <laughs> and he was like, okay. And then he walked up, said something to the door guy. I have no idea. Then the door guy's opening the door for him. I'm like, only that. Like, yeah. I don't, there's no way I'd walk up to a door guy and he's opening the door for me. That's fine. The next thing I know, we're just standing back in the green room and the dad's like, yeah, we're going to we're gonna be performing here, you know, in June and blah, blah, blah. I was like, we're performing here in June? He goes, no, no, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you get down. Like, okay. <laughs> Oh, hey, you know what? Like, what does it say? Ask and the door shall be open. Yeah. Well, you manifest it because we yeah. did perform there. Yeah, we, yeah, yeah, we did. No, did y'all? Yeah. We yeah. Oh, no, see? I mean, I wasn't lying. Yes. It made it happen. I mean, you were lying at the time. At the time, you were lying. What is it called? <laughs> uh, live a station. That's what I do. Just tell lies and come come the truth. <laughs> That's all right. But that was a fun. I mean, I'm sorry that you don't, like, I wish you had, like, a story about Atlanta, but, like, I'm scared. Cause like I feel like no, you. I have several stories. About Atlanta. <laughs> no, I've, been, I've been going to Atlanta for many, many years. It's just never been like oh, I should move here. I love Atlanta. I've never felt like that. But have Atlanta. you ever done comedy there? Yeah, yeah, a few times. She okay. was like, "There's reasons why I don't like Atlanta." No, it ain't one particular reason. It's just. Uh. Have you ever worked with Miss Pat before? Excuse me. Uh-oh. <laughs> no, uh oh. No. Oh wow. Like I'm not allowed to talk about it. Uh no. Um, have I worked with Miss Pat before? I know we've been in the same room together a few times. Mm. I can't remember if we've been on the same show before. Maybe, maybe not. I don't wow. know. She knows who I am. I know who she is. Uh, yeah. That's that's like the first thing I always think about when I think about Atlanta. I think about her getting shot in the titty. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> in Atlanta. Yeah. Yeah, she's so Atlanta. <laughs> I don't know why, but I like I'm like trying to like I'm convinced like I want to change your mind about Atlanta. Why? I'm like, like, I don't know. I just want like I love so many other cities. Right. <laughs> I don't um, have to like Atlanta. <laughs> I feel like if you went to like a harder brunch tour and you like we we did a show there in Atlanta, we would make it a lot of fun. Listen, I got family in Atlanta. Shout out, Daddy. I pro- I just was in Atlanta. Oh yeah, we did it. Like, yeah, I got family in Atlanta. I've been a billion times. I used, you know, I do hair, so been to the Bronner Bronner Brothers okay. convention. I've been going to Atlanta for years. Okay, so what's yeah. your favorite city then? Let's let's get off Atlanta for a second. Uh, I love my favorite state is probably Texas. No, my favorite city in the whole world. I'm trying to get there now. I, I want to go for Mardi Gras. I have um, invitations to a couple of rooms there. Oh. Uh, New Orleans. Yeah, that's my favorite. That's my favorite too. city. Ever, but I love Texas too. Uh, Dallas, Houston. Mm-hmm. Let me know next time you're going because I I have a list of like, hey, hit these places up, and then I always want the people to tell me what their favorite places were when they were down there because I always want to go to new places. Oh, time, in the, in New Orleans, every time I go to. Oh, home. okay, yeah. yeah, I love it. Yeah, I have a, a friend there who runs the Black Girls Giggle uh, oh, nice. Giggle Circuit down there, so I'll probably be going sooner than later. Uh, have you ever gone out on a fan boat? Mm-mm, what is that? Like it's one of the boats they go out like on the swamps or whatever, and you can see the alligators and stuff. No, like that. and you know I've been to New Orleans one million times, and I never leave the French Quarter. Really? <laughs> I think I left one one year because a friend of mine, she's a poet, and she had some gigs there. Yeah. So we did go to like a Bra Ripley area, mm-hmm. but. Um, uh, for the most part, uh, I never leave the French quarters. I have a good time yeah. right where I'm at. <laughs> yeah. You like the people watching? Mm-hmm. Uh, I usually go for uh, for the Essence Festival. Mm. Yeah, what's what's so. the Essence Festival? It's a music festival that happens every um, July the 4th weekend. They, they tried to switch it to Houston one year after Katrina, but it ended up going right back to uh new orleans it's the dopest experience ever if y'all ever get a chance to go it's every year fourth of july weekend i just was there last year yeah. do you perform there or do you just go to for fun 
Uh, I go for fun. Yeah, I went to a few comedy shows there last year because uh, I have some friends who had shows there. And I was just in a green room and just around so much excellence. So it did motivate me to, you know, want to um, be there this year for the festival, mm-hmm. you know. So is is that one of, like, the big four? Because I know, like, so in New Orleans, they basically have... Like, I mean, Bourbon, you know, Bourbon Street, French Quarter is like popping year round. But yeah. then obviously there's Mardi Gras. Mm-hmm. Then they have Jazz Fest, which is equally as big as like almost as big or bigger as Mardi Gras. Mm-hmm. And they have Southern Decadence, which is like gay Mardi Gras. Okay. And then the oh. Essence Festival. So they have these big things kind of quarterly, like for yeah. already touristy, you know, city. Oh, yeah. They, just man, they have the Bayou Bowl, too, which is like mm. our Circle City Classic. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I was amazed just going to, because I went, the first time I went, the very first time I went was around Christmas time. So we were walking around Bourbon Street, like on Christmas Eve, and I was like, oh, this is pretty chill. And then the next day, like, <laughs> like, like, like the day after Christmas, it was just back to Late, bu- business yeah. as normal. And I was like, oh, man, they, they're doing this every day out here. Oh, like, yeah. It's a party every it's day. It's a party every day. Have you ever seen, I don't know if they have one on uh, Bourbon Street, but I know in Key West, there's this bar that just has, it's just their security camera outside, and they just have a live feed on their website. So, like, any night you could just go, and it's just, like, all these people, <laughs> like, plowing down, and there's, like, a party every night. I think yeah. Bourbon Street is one of those. Yeah. No, See yeah. some interesting stuff. I swear. Uh. Yeah, because, you know, their clubs are open 24 hours. Oh yeah, on bourbon. Yeah. Oh really? Okay. Mm-hmm. We should do like a harder brunch thing there, Dyke. Yeah, I mean, we may it may be the last episode we do. <laughs> As you know, we were canceled, <laughs> <laughs> but we're getting one last one off. Uh, but well, before you go, and they have like a lot of you, like you said, there's like a lot of blackface is acceptable there, mm. correct? I don't know if it's. <laughs> Uh no, you think you made that up? Sir. Well, we, we we have talked a lot about how uh, race relations are a little bit different, and and like a lot of kind of imagery and stuff that would be kind of shocking up here is kind of like baked into the culture a little bit. Like you oh, go yeah, you go into a, period, like though. a knickknack store and see little black mm-hmm, toys because and stuff like, like that. You're like, oh um, shit, yeah, it's their culture. Uh, it's not really blackface. It's more or less uh, costumes. They love yeah. costumes, and it's real festive mm. there. So, like the Zulu and plus voodoo. They yeah, have the, Zulu, they, yeah. they had like the Zulu parade where there was a time where it was for only black people, and then they allowed white people to do it. But they had to they had to be in black in black. Well, painted. You know, mm-hmm. I don't think it was called blackface, like you said, mm-hmm. but they had to be painted to be in it. Because I remember there was a local business owner up here who posted a picture of him, and people were like, "What are you just posting your blackface pictures?" With you? <laughs> and he was like, "No, I'm from New Orleans. This is my culture." And yeah. then he got all mad, you yeah. know, to defend it. And it was just like, mm-hmm. dude, just maybe a little explanation before you just start posting. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. like that. I would love to read the book of like when it it pushed over when the white people could start being in the parade and stuff like that because there had to be a lot of them they like you know like the first guy the, yeah first time like no 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 it's just for black and then <laughs> second year the fifth year they're like all right there's enough white people that are really wanting to do this yeah so i'd like to see it like it was probably peppered in at first and then now it's the takeover yeah, like let's just let let's just let Johnny do it once. <laughs> he really did come good. to the barbecue. He did. <laughs> He's been to every single barbecue. <laughs> oh shoot. That's hilarious. Um yeah, uh yeah, those gators they'll come right up to the boat and stuff. It, it I have not I said and I keep every time I go. Yeah. And I've probably been about seven times. I said, I'm gonna do the tour, but I just get so caught up yeah. that Ain't no tour, ain't I never I never get to do it. I think we we are gonna try to take a do a harder brunch thing down there. Like I always end up going with a group of people, and I always have an agenda, like a food agenda. Mm-hmm. And so I'm always like, you guys can do whatever you want. That's like, the place. I'm gonna hit this, this, and this. And That's then, the place to have a food agenda. Yeah, people yeah. end up usually following me <laughs> to like, food to the food to the food. <laughs> now, if you do go to New Orleans and you don't follow Dyke's advice. Don't tell him because what he'll do is he'll have you on the podcast and lecture you for yeah, an hour. I watched him do it. What? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah he, t- he told. Yeah. He told Gabby. He said I sent you with a list and everything, and you know, pretty much dressed her down. Then told her how to do comedy. Ah. Yeah. It was an amazing podcast. 
And wow. that's the thing you can kind of look forward to on the uh, Patreon <laughs> podcast. If you want to hear mansplaining, <laughs> done right, ladies, ladies, <laughs> listen oh, to shit. it. Now, to be fair, we had the two gentlemen on the next week, and I mansplained to them as well. <laughs> oh, was that a conversation? Like, I have to mansplain. Oh, that's funny. Now I get why he did that. Equal opportunity mansplaining. <laughs> Try to equal it out. Yeah. Try to not get canceled. <laughs> yeah. No, that's all right. No, like anytime people go to New Orleans, I like I I'll send them a text and I'll be like, eat here, eat here, eat here, and I can tell if they did because if they did, they'll send me back a thank you. Oh my god, thank you so mm-hmm. much for that recommendation. And if yeah. I don't hear anything back, I'm like they didn't go. That's they funny. They, <laughs> they didn't go. go. They didn't go. They ain't go. They ate street meat. <laughs> <laughs> Have fun He's on your salty on vacation. <laughs> <laughs> but but you don't like trying that much foods, anyways. Is that correct? <laughs> I don't. <laughs> Here's here's what I'm and I, I'm gonna judge you. This is, <laughs> gonna play, can you play that theme music? Thad judges guest. Can you play that theme music? I just I'm guessing like if we did if there was like a camping trip like you are not a camper. Tell me if I'm wrong. I'm just gonna guess though. You're not a camper. You don't like dirt. Um, <laughs> can't get dirt on your fingernails. Um, and you have to ask, like, what's in this before you try a lot of stuff. You are totally wrong. Oh! <laughs> well, all right. This, uh, not to say that I'm a camper or not a camper. Um, I'm a yes person. So I mm. will try camping. Okay. If I like it, then I'll be a camper. I, I can see you going uh, glamping. Like glamour camping, yeah. you know. You know, I would AI go camping. regular camping if I went with a big, strong, super tough guy. You know that could wrestle bears and shit. Uh, if I felt safe, my, yeah, doc- my doctor says I'm not allowed to wrestle bears anymore. <laughs> I've tried. He said but, it's dangerous. Go ahead. Yeah, no, it feels like a group of people, and I yeah. wouldn't like guaranteed to be the first one killed. Yeah, I go, but um, I. Uh, and if I liked it, I'll do it again. But I'm not like catching fish with my bare hands or no shit like that. No, um, I was right. <laughs> and then what was the second one? Oh, the picky, picky eating. Picky eating. You oh, asked like, in what's in this? this? Yeah. Uh, I, if it's pork, because I don't eat pork at all. So okay. Yeah. If I, I'll ask if what's in it, if if it's uh, suspect as far <laughs> as <laughs> pork or something like that. But mm-hmm. I don't. I don't eat a lot of things like i'm basic as they come give me a steak baked potato mm. i eat to live i don't really live to eat mm. yeah did well, you ever work in the food industry at all uh i have one time i've used to but i wasn't like in the kitchen or nothing i was uh when, when i was 18 i was pregnant with my son i worked at ryan's oh right steakhouse, steakhouse yeah, yeah. i was a hostess so thanks mm-hmm. is that famous uh which one East, uh, Shaitley, yep. the one. Well, well, I'm from the West Side, the so we we had we had a West Side one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, Shout man. out to Ryan's. Does it still exist? <laughs> so I tell you, you what, know. I just went to uh, Illinois to do comedy, and uh, we were coming back, and we were looking for some place to eat, and we pulled off. And I saw the sign for Ryan. And I was like, holy shit, they still right, have Ryan's here. Right. I was like, let's go. Okay. And then we roll, and it was just like, it was just an old Ryan, abandoned Ryan. Oh, so I was so okay. disheartened. I like, I like made, I like made Gwen like cross the street <laughs> to go over. <laughs> to like, let's steal some chicken for old yeah. times. <laughs> Here, here's your abandoned Ryan's. No, you had about seven chicken wings in your purse or pocket when you left Ryan. It was a, it was a buffet. It was a, it was a yeah. buffet. Like they had steak and stuff, but no one ever got the steak. I did. Really? See, I got the steak. Get that buffet. Because we used to, when you work there, you got like 50% off. Now, oh. if not working there, you know I got the buffet. But yeah. but working there, yeah, hook me up. I have a scar on my leg from, they had like a little uh, brick, you know, kind of flower bed kind of thing. And I was walking on it as a little kid and I fell and I tore my leg open. Oh, shoot. Yeah. Oh, it was. Why didn't he get, uh, the name didn't get changed to Dyke Michaels. Yeah. <laughs> no, this was, yeah. this was back in the day. They were just like, well, you'll learn better next time. <laughs> get up, get yeah. your ass up. I don't even think it got stitched. I <laughs> think they just put a bandaid on it. Oh, wow. Like, yeah, I got some scars. So what's better, Ryan's or Golden Corral? Be Ryan's. Honest. Ryan's. Ryan's. Ryan's? Ryan. No. Golden Corral's not shit. <laughs> Compared to Ryan, watch watch your mouth. <laughs> you? you missed it. No one comes in my home and talks bad about Golden Crow. I cannot believe you are a fan of Golden Crow. Golden Crow is probably the top of the line food with the public. 
chocolate fountain? Well, the public chocolate fountain, <laughs> period. Say you never had Ryan's without saying you never had Ryan's. Yeah, I haven't had Ryan's. But wow. Golden Crown's the cream of the crop. I'm just kidding. I, I, Wait, is there? Is, I mean, we're looking at a website. Is there still one in existence? <laughs> Uh, this is the old website. This is their mock website. Remember like, us? I don't know Remember if they're us? the rise. That's like Shoney's. Like you see them all in the south. You know what? I saw. <laughs> I saw when I was a kid here in Indianapolis on the west side. I was at a show. My mom used to take me to Shoney's every once in a while, and uh, we were at Shoney's and a bus pulled up. And why was it Public Enemy? Shut up! Yeah, and they not public enemy was eating at Shoney's in the nineties. <laughs> okay, and they they pulled up Flavor Flav everything. And I don't like, know. That just seemed like a Ponderosa type of group to me. <laughs> <laughs> and I was a, I was a little kid. I went up and was like, I didn't even know who they were, but I was getting their autograph. I was like, I don't know. They got a bus outside. Like, this nigga got on a big ass clock. He got to be somebody. <laughs> <laughs> he had the clock. Everything. Show everything was sticky at Shoney's, like <laughs> the floor, the booth, the the silverware. They give you clean silverware, it'd be sticky already. Right? Yeah, I have not eaten at Shoney's, and I know it's like a famous place. Jimmy Fallon even came and, and ate at Shoney's here. Yeah, I mean it's it was a breakfast, yeah, buffet, like brunchy type of. What's but better? like, but like bootleg. What's better, Steering or, or Shoney's? Be honest. Steering, hundred percent. Steering's at a local place. What is that? I try not to eat at buffet. I, th- I think I elevated past buffets in my life. No, yeah, it's buffets probably, probably are good. gross. Yeah, Here, I'll be honest with you. I went to the last time I went to Golden Corral. I don't know if I'm allowed back in there. Um, I was like depressed. I was like, I'm gonna eat as much as I can. Um, I just moved to the city of Indianapolis and I was like, let's just go fat and, and eat by yourself. So I go to, don't go to a buffet by yourself. That's wrong. That's yeah. the same number one. <laughs> I ate so much. And, and sad too. Like maybe don't yeah. be sad when you go. It was kind of sad. Um, there was, a, I, I'm not, I'm not shaming anything, but there were like a lot of bigger people there. <laughs> Um, I remember being in the line. People were guessing each other's weights. He's like, Bye. he said, he said, brother, how how much you weigh? Four fifty. <laughs> he just said it real quick. I'm like, this is wild. <laughs> I got my food, and then afterwards, I I felt sick. I was like, yeah. I I can't do this anymore. I I've run out the door after I paid, and I I threw up. And I felt so bad because people were walking in Mm-mm. as I'm puking in the parking lot. Is this based on a true story? This is very true. 100% wow. true. Did they call your weight? Huh? <laughs> Did they call your weight? He's like, <laughs> he <laughs> was. <laughs> he was 450. Is that what ruined it for you? He's a cool fourth. <laughs> but what disgusted me the most was the fact that people were like hearing me puke and then still walking. <laughs> And, uh, the fact, <laughs> more the fact is you hadn't quite ruined their day yet. Yeah, like, I was like, this. Hey, this is a sign that there's They're a problem. Up over, uh, over you. Yeah. That's so funny. Yeah, it was it was gross. I'm like, I'm never doing this again. <laughs> I mean, there's something about because a buffet. Like I remember, like I thought COVID was going to kill the buffet industry. Like it should have. Like, they COVID, just put a shield over it. I think. Yeah, I mean, sheet set over the. There were certain things at the beginning of COVID where people were like, "Are we? We should." I remember people like talking about hands. like shaking hands. Yeah. Like we're never going to shake or hands. Change. Yeah. They're like, "That's disgusting." Yeah, change is disgusting. Buffets are disgusting. Yeah, and then the second, I, th- I don't think Florida ever closed their buffets. <laughs> Florida's like, you pull this fucking Shoney's out of my cold, dead hands. Yeah. <laughs> I swore I would. Nobody better lay a hand on me after COVID. I'm like, get your goddamn hands mm-hmm. off me. But now it's just like, hey! yeah. yeah. I, I will say this. I, I like how, because it was this weird time, like, kind of right when people start going back on the stages where it was like, you know, you always shake the hands. Like, I hate. That's the worst ev- part. Everyone shakes hands. So, we started doing this, it, 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 but like now it's just like you just dap them up, and it's Man, like I like people, it a little bit better. Yeah, after the show, like people like did not respect your boundaries, mm. no shape, but yeah, they want to be cheek to cheek with you at the picture. I'm like, oh, please, and you can't be, you know, you don't want to get canceled before you even <laughs> <laughs> get get to where you're going. So it's yeah. just like. You know, risking your health, your life, your lungs, all that shit. I feel like you would be so much better talking to fans. After I'm so awkward. Like, I don't take compliments very well, and I've been working on it. So people are like, oh, that was funny. I'm like, I got one in me. I'm like, hey, thanks a lot. That's great. I'm glad, I'm glad you appreciate it, you know? Mm-hmm. And if they say anything else, I'm like, what are we doing here? Like, what are we doing Shut here? Like, I don't know. 
I don't know what to do. No, I always just, you know, keep you got you got to have a generic response, really. Yeah. Like, I'm like, I'm glad you had a good time. I'm glad you had a good time. That's all I say. Jared, you know? those compliments that go on too long, they start becoming a criticism. You know what I'm saying? Like, people are like, hey, you were funny. You know, you were really funny for a woman. You know? Like, <laughs> no, that's all the time. Like, it, it to me, it's always like that because I always get compared to somebody. Mm. Some more better watch out. Or I'm like, damn, you just saw me, nigga. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So, it's always. Can we all eat? Like, yeah, yeah. Like, to be well, one or the other. Be, yeah, so. I get that uh, all the time. I just, you know, it's just whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Uh, I hate when people say humble because I hate that word so mm. much. But it's really. When people call like, you humble? You can never call me humble. I'm not humble. <laughs> Amen. I like that. I'm not humble, but uh, <laughs> it's just like I'm down to earth, you know, but. Um, Comedy, um, comedy can be humbling, though, right? Like, there. I mean, for me, definitely is like. No, you, I blame it on the crowd. If yeah. I ain't funny, I'm like, shit, they was tripping. They was tripping. <laughs> <laughs> wrong. What's wrong with y'all? Funny, motherfucker. I just killed the show yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, but. Yeah, I blame it on them, but. Uh, no, it can it can be humbling sometimes. What you was your worst? Your whole career. Like, what was yeah. your worst bomb? Oh shit! In Atlanta, hey, <laughs> there we go. It's all no, but that's together. not why. That's yeah, I knew not it. Why. That is not why I do not like Atlanta. But I'm never going back in Atlanta. That just reiterated why I can't stand mm. the motherfuckers. But uh, we gonna name this episode Atlanta. <laughs> back, back to Atlanta. <laughs> it's not Atlanta. But um, yeah, no, I was at a spot called BQEs, and it was so funny because all of us bombed except my homeboy Hot Sauce, mm. and he was the last to perform. So all of us, I'm talking about, it's like you knew when your turn came. I'm talking about from the first coming, mm. and this was a, a, a all star lineup, like not all star, like well known, but I know these comics. Yeah, they funny know as hell. Funny, yeah. yeah, so it just was watching plane crash after plane crash, and you knew when your turn came up there. You like, you know what I'm saying? Just let me spit out what I got to spit out. And if you know Hot Sauce, I don't know if y'all know him. He's high energy. Very good basketball player. <laughs> <laughs> He's a, a funny-ass comic from uh, St. Louis by way of Chicago. But, um, oh, wrong guy. He's very high energy. So yeah. even Hot Sauce had to go out there, tap dance and play the spoons and, Dang. you know, all that stuff. But they cracked up at him. But I'm like, oh, y'all waited to the last... I, they must have been drinking. You know what I'm saying? They had to get drunk first or something. But yeah, so I've, I've had experiences one. like that where it's like it's like uh, uh, Saving Private Ryan when they're storming Normandy <laughs> and you just watching people ahead of you go out yeah. and get shot. <laughs> yeah. The next person goes and you know you're the third one. Yes. You're like, well, I guess I'm going to get shot here <laughs> yeah. in a minute. Mm -hmm. It's to no surprise. But um, yeah, definitely that that spot was probably one of the worst. <laughs> <laughs> what is uh what's twenty twenty three look like for you? Um, so my plans for twenty twenty three is um I plan on like I was saying blogging more mm -hmm. of my journey and taking a different approach to what uh I've been doing. Um, just to see, mm -hmm. you know, really experimenting with some things uh getting out of my comfort zone and just not relying on selfies and stuff for social media but actually you know giving them some sustenance and uh doing a little more um putting putting more stuff out um and putting forth more effort into my craft than mm. just uh than just um, the legwork, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. uh, just the, you know, the um, the going out and just relying on that because social media is a tool mm -hmm. that it, you will really be remiss if you didn't use it mm -hmm. to the full advantage, yeah. being a brand, being your own product and stuff like that. And um, I was really lazy on that, you know, just I'm on there. You mm -hmm. see me, but yeah. not really... Uh, putting putting some sustenance into the to the uh, <clears throat> into the uh, content. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's the crazy thing, and we we've talked about it on here a bunch with different comics and stuff. It's like, 
almost it's just assumed that you have to show up and be funny, right? Like we just, just assume that we're all like already funny comics, right? And then the social media part of it is this whole other job, yeah. yeah. Where you're just like you know you and you always have to make yourself famous from that just to get people to come to the comedy to, show to the show, yeah. yeah. But you want an organic following, you know, because mm-hmm. I've seen a lot of social media presence sure. they have a show and the butts are not uh, the math they math and yeah. yeah and i'm not a goofy type of person yeah. i'm humorous but not a yuck yuck you know yeah. uh i never felt comfortable with doing talking to my phone trying to be funny you know mm-hmm. what i mean i gotta have the energy the exchange yeah and so i knew i didn't want to go that route the skits and all that mm-hmm. um it's too awkward for me yeah <clears throat> uh but i did realize that there's a more than one way to skin a cat sure i'm known for a lot of people uh know me for my stage presence as far as the clothes i wear mm-hmm. and my look so i think there's probably an audience for that who probably want to know more and somebody brought it to my attention like um how, show us how you did your makeup or mm. you know where'd you get that and this and this and that and i never really you know uh really care not cared but um i never really addressed that because i don't really wear outfits and and it come natural to me in the industry when you're in the beauty industry sure. clothes makeup hair that comes with it so that's like second nature to me but i didn't realize that People cared so much. Mm. A couple of friends of mine that do comedy, they was like, I never saw you wear an outfit twice. And I'm like, I didn't know people paid that much attention. You know what I'm saying? So uh, I say, okay, well, now that I know that people are paying attention and um, maybe they are interested in these, I don't call them outfits. I call them ensembles, honey. <laughs> yeah. But... <laughs> Uh, so they was interested in my ensembles. I was like, well, that's a, that's a lane yeah. that maybe I can get in as far as uh, entertainment because people want to know how I put the look together. Yeah. So I started doing th- these get ready with me's uh, via TikTok and just uh, putting them out um, onto other platforms just to see, you know, what what that'll do. Yeah. And if that don't work, I'll think of something else, you know. It'd be interesting to see what you would do with an extreme makeover for Harder Brunch or for... Uh, why'd you look at me like that? Because <laughs> 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 people ask me all the time, they're like, are you ever going to wear a different outfit? That's what they ask, really. <laughs> yeah, well... You know, for women, there's a stigma attached to female comics that we ugly, uh, that we don't be looking like shit, and, you know, just uh, a mess. But um, it don't have to be. I feel like if I'm an entertainer, then you got to entertain. And plus, you, know, you want to separate yourself from the crowd. I don't want to be able to go into the crowd and, and uh, blend in. You know, mm-hmm. I need to separate myself. I got to feel like a star and and look like a star in order to, you know, have that come across, you know. Mm-hmm. 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 So that's mm-hmm. what I say. With we're, the- we're both shaking our head. Yes. And I was like thinking about everything I've worn on stage. <laughs> <laughs> Let me step it up. But you have like male comics do it all the time. I got a homeboy, uh, Sean Jones. He's sharp every time he hit the stage. Uh Steve Harvey, Cedric the Entertainer. Mm. So that works for y'all too, you know, as far as your look. I mean, and you know, some people go on stage without a shirt on. Like, you know, we're Kreischer. Um, You know, I've I've (laughs) even dabbled with it. (laughs) I've dabbled with it a couple times where I release my nipples in the public and... (laughs) You sound oh. out like you like let them free. And like, yeah. well, you took their leash off. I might have to Give try it. Time to <laughs> I want to suggest no. it. Uh, I don't want to tell women what to do. Never mind. Do Stay out of women's business. No. Yeah, yeah. I want to say, but I, 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 it's there is something cool too. Like I like what you're saying about like the glamour and like looking good. But there is something cool too. Sometimes when you see someone come up in a hoodie and yeah. you're like, this guy's not shit, mm-hmm. and then they just like blow your mind um, with their just presence. Mm-hmm. But um, my presence is my poster. That's what I said. Nap- that's how Naptown Chris said that. My presence is my poster. Mm, that so. that is facts. This is uh, the comedian he was talking about. Oh, Mark Richard. he likes to perform. definitely up there with his. That's his dimples. Yeah, okay. <laughs> that's his hair on his chest. Okay, I don't have enough hair on my chest to do that. So thank 
That's uh, what makes them able to. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a type of clothing. Yeah, you don't want just oh, wool. Yeah. Okay, so wool you're saying wool. he's not really shirtless. He's, See, yeah. to me, that's that's gimmicky. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Gimmicky. yeah, he's well, he's locked into it now. But they, is he though? They, I mean, he's he might shock the world by putting a shirt on. <laughs> he might, he might at this point. I mean, I'll tell you what. Like, I went, I, I saw him at the Murat, and I, I had to go to the bathroom. And the first thing he does when he comes, he comes out with a shirt on, and he takes it off and throws it into the audience. Oh. And I could hear the pop. It, like all the way down the bathroom, I could hear, it, and I was like, "Oh, there, there goes Bert's shirt!" Like, uh, wow. that's funny. Starts off the show. Uh, can you drop a beat for me there, Sauce Boss? I'm gonna rap. Amber, <laughs> Amber James, where can people find you and follow you on social media and keep up with everything that you're doing? Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at uh, comedy underscore bay one. Um, and uh, you can follow me on TikTok at Amber James. My, you can find me everywhere at Amber James. My name is spelled with a U, and it's James like LeBron. So, A M B U R James. Nice. That is Jake. Hey, you guys can follow me at uh, Free the Net Comedy. Um, <laughs> it is for everybody. It is not <laughs> just inclusive. Um, yeah, and it's a it's a non for profit. We're uh, helping. Awareness for hunger for food kids. Bye. Zach Rome. I'd like to plug my docu-series, How to Make a Million Dollars in 2022. <laughs> <laughs> yes. uh, I'm at Dyke Michael on all social media. I forgot to say this at the top of the hour. So for those of you that stuck around to the very end, uh, we are building up steam for the Meat Cakes oh my gosh. Invitational Season 3. Uh, this will be hot. We... Uh, the, this is going to be our third year running where we have some of the best chefs in the city come and they make wedding cakes completely out of meat. Oh. These giant, giant okay. meat cakes. I just got queasy. <laughs> I don't know if it'd be right up your alley based on what <laughs> we've talked about today. But um, mm-hmm. it's a very unique event that, uh, I mean, we had people come out from like... Uh, uh, Ohio last year just okay. to just to check it out. They're like, "What do you guys?" I doing? mean, I could check it out. I think I could check it out. Um, Wedding cakes made out of meat. Yeah, meat cake invi- invitational season three. <laughs> yeah, there was there's a write up we got in uh, Indianapolis Monthly. Oh, this is the one Zach won the first year of that picture. Uh, you go back. Can you go back one? That's yeah, the top top left. Oh there. yeah, that one's yeah. That was a. That's a giant. He he threw a cur- curveball because he made a, uh, a crab cake. Which is so smart. that whole thing is a crab cake the size of a hubcap. Okay. And then uh, had a bunch of like like salmon roses and all kinds of fun stuff That's on it. That's very creative. Uh, but yeah, uh, we'll get all the ticket information out. We're gonna be promoing this all month. But those of you who heard it here first, uh, get ready. It's gonna be coming February twenty sixth at Tinker House Events. Um, thank you guys so much. Uh, and we'll see you next time. Bye bye. <laughs>